Almost Daily Devotional, Am I Loved? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and yes, it has been a long time, and I have a lot that's been going on in my mind as it relates to my faith in my God, and I want to share a little bit of that with you today. The title of today's episode is, Am I Loved? Am I Loved? And and you know, I want to just share with you that sometimes I live my life as though I think it's impossible that God really loves me as much as I hear that he loves me. Have you ever in, in in your life, have you been told time and time again that God loves you? God loves you. He loves you just the way you are. He loves you for who you are. Uh, God loves you, you know, and, and, and yeah, we, I, we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. I struggled for the longest time just being able to accept the fact that God loves me the way that, that I've been told that he loves me. Um, oftentimes I've been told that, you know, God loves me like a father. And, you know, I, I want to say that I have a, a real biological father that, that I call my real dad. And that's may sound crazy and creepy and all that other stuff. But, uh, you know, my mom and my real dad got divorced when I was very young. And, um, you know, my, my dad, my real dad did not make the best of decisions when he was, uh, younger and um, and maybe hasn't even made some of the best decisions since. But you know the fact is he's he's still my real dad and he's still my dad. And you know I, we don't have the best relationship in the world. But there there are things that God's working in my heart and and I pray that God's working in in His heart. <clears throat> but let's just say that that it, it wasn't the you know it wasn't the kind of love that that you know if if God loves me like that then you know that that's a sh- that's not the greatest love in the world. And it's like, okay, so what's this love that God has for me? Then I have my stepdad, you know, and, and my stepdad has been my, I call him my dad uh, as well. And uh, I call him my dad and I call my real dad, my real dad. But anyway, I have my, I have my stepdad and I call him dad and he's been my dad since I was, I don't know, four, five. I, I can't even remember these days. But anyway, he's been my dad and, and you know, um, he's not the type of dad that will, you know, just sit down and put his arms around you and say, I love you, son, and stuff like that. Although there have been times when you can just tell that he desires to do that. And, and, and he will from time to time, maybe a couple times in my life, he's put his arms around me and says, I love you, son. And, and it's been like just one of those really awkward moments and stuff. And, but, uh, you know, I, there, he, he shows his love in, in other ways. And, and I know that the love is there. And I know that my real dad loves me as well. And I know that there's some genuine love there, but, you know, um, it, the thing is, I, I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, you know, do I feel like I'm judging, you know, both of my dads uh, when I share that with you? It's like, no, because if I look at, if, if I were to see things from my kid's perspective, if I were to see things from my kid's perspective, I would see that, you know, <clears throat> you know, my kids probably think, wow, you know, I, I, you know, I know that my dad being me loves me. But, but you know, when I ask him, hey, dad, can you play Legos with me? Hey, dad, will you play this video game with me? Hey, dad, will you play um, dress, you know, not dress up, but will you play uh, kitchen with me? And can I, 
can I and all this stuff. And there are times that, yeah, I'll sit down and I'll play with them. But there are other times when I'm like, I'm just too busy right now. Or sometimes they'll come in and and say, hey, dad, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, I'm on the phone right now. I'm on the phone. And they'll come back and they'll, but they'll just stay there and, and they'll ask again. And I'm like, I'm on a consulting call right now. And they're like, dad. And I said, you need to go now. And, and it's like, and, and I'm sure that, that, I mean, I know that I love them, but I'm sure that to them, that stings a little bit. And and it and it's like man, I just don't feel like I'm always accepted by my dad. I, I I know that I know that he loves me, and and you know, I struggle with being a dad. It's the hardest thing in the world I've ever been asked to do is to be a dad. I, I'm not kidding you. It, it is the most difficult thing. And, and and so so with all of that, I'm told that God loves me like like a father, and that I'm his, and, and God wants to treat me like I'm his son. And, and I'm thinking, you know, okay, this is, you know, maybe this is why I'm so messed up in how I feel about how God's love for me is because, because it, it's, it's so unclear. Um, I, I've never had that perfect picture. Now I, I, again, don't get me wrong. I, I love my dads and you know, I'm, you know, with my real dad, I'm, I'm struggling every day to find the right way to have an awesome relationship with him. And, you know, and I and I have a very good relationship with my stepdad, and and I'm trying to do, and then I'm trying to be that dad that I want to be to my children, and I still struggle with that. You know, I, I'm not I'm not perfect. You know, but something happened to me recently. Something happened to me recently. Well, first of all, let me tell you about when I first became a dad. You know, my my daughter Megan was born, and I'll tell you, it, it was the first time I really understood what the scriptures meant when. God loves you like a father loves his child. And, 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 and I will have to say, and beyond, you know, an earthly father and beyond. Because when, when my daughter was born, it was just like, wow, she's amazing. And I remember spending, you know, I remember anytime I spent away from my wife and my daughters or my daughter at the time, just her. Uh, I, I just remember, you know, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hold her in my hands again. And I remember just cuddling her in my arms and and just feeling a sense of of wholeness from holding my child in my arms and her her just lovingly just um, accepting my arms and just and just being content in my arms. And and the same thing happened with my son Matthew when he was born and and McKenna when she was born. Um, you know, I, I just felt these same things, these ch- children, and then they start growing up. And then what happens is they start w- crawling and you get so excited. It's like, yay, they're crawling. And then they start walking and you're like, yay, they're so, they're, I'm so excited. They're walking. And then they start crawling and walking. And before you know it, you know, they, you hold them in your arms and they, you know, they struggle and to get down or they, they wiggle and they try to ah, push me away. And I say, Hey, can I, can I, can we get dad a kiss? No kisses hurt dad, but I might give you a little hug. And she's joking around and but she's, she's too busy for, for dad right now. She's got all this playing to do. And, uh, you know, and, and so they grow up so fast and they get so distracted by so many other things. And then all of a sudden, just being wrapped in in dad's arms is not necessarily what fulfills them anymore. And you know what that's okay. I mean that that's that, that my children weren't put on this earth to fulfill me. But we were and and, and not that we're here to fulfill God, but but we were put on this earth for to 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 love God and to be loved by God. 
And and I I believe that we were put on our on this earth to love our parents and to respect them and to honor them. Uh, and, and I believe that we were put on this earth to be loved by our parents. The thing is, is our perf- our love is not perfect, but God's is. And, and I struggle with that. But, um, you know, here's the thing. There are times at the heart of it that I desire nothing more than to just sit down and cuddle on a chair next to one of my children. And the other day, my daughter McKenna, she climbs up in the chair and sits in the chair next to her dad, leans back um, into my arm and says, dad, I love you. And I'm like, wow, you know, I, you know, I, I was planning on getting up in five or 10 minutes to go do some more work, but you know what? It's, it's hardly ever that she'll sit in my lap these days for more than 30 seconds, but she sat there in my lap for like 30 minutes and I soaked it in. I soaked it in, and I'd so des- I so I so desire that from my kids, all three of them. I don't care what age they are. I, I desire that from my kids. And then all of a sudden, I start reading this book. If you haven't heard of the book Crazy Love, you should get it. Seriously, go buy the book. And in fact, you know they don't sponsor this podcast. Uh, they sh- I, I should talk to them about it. But uh, go go to Mardell dot com m a r d e l dot com. And look up the book Crazy Love, or you can just go to, I believe it's just gspn.tv slash crazy love, all one word. And I'm pulling it up now just to make sure. Crazy, yeah, gspn.tv slash crazy love will take you right to it. And uh, you get 10% off if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. And that also helps me out, by the way, if you buy the book from them. But anyway, I, I've been reading this book, Crazy Love, with our uh, with our. Um, you know, book club that my wife and I do. It's a little gathering. It's kind of like a Bible study group. But anyway, been reading this book and it's really convinced me, convinced me that God loves me and and that I was made to be loved by him. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, the way that I have been told about my relationship with God is like, we are no longer, uh, we are slaves to Christ. And you know, God, you know, created us to for serving him and serving the world. And it's like, man, God created us to be slaves, you know, and, and th- th- I know that that sounds weird. And th- there's a there's a there's a lot of truth in in that. But man, the way that it sounds, it sounds like it's a it's a huge, horrible burden to love God and to be his servant. And, uh, you know, when I read when I read the people in the New Testament that talked about I I am proud to be a servant of God, uh, I you know I'm no longer a slave to sin, you know, and all this stuff, but I am now a servant of God, and and uh, you know it, I hear that that's like the you know it's a badge of honor for them, and why is it that sometimes I don't feel like it? It's because I don't because I don't have that connected love relationship with God like I used to. Anyway. I want to share a couple of verses with you uh, to, to go into this. And today's going to be longer than 10 minutes, if you haven't noticed. But uh, it's not going to be too much longer. Matthew six twenty five through 7 says this. Do not worry. It says, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about, what you're, about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow, reap, or store away in barns. And yet you're... Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? 
I want you to I want to focus on are and, and this is a rhetorical question. This is like, of course you are. You are more valuable than the the birds of the air. All these other things. You are more valuable. You. And it's not just the you, the human race. This is me, you, Cliff Ravenscraft. You, whoever you are. Insert your name there. You're more valuable than the birds of the air, and God takes care of them in amazing ways. You know, it, it, it's, it's just amazing how God provides for us. But, and how does he provide for us? As a heavenly father, not like an earthly father. In fact, in uh, Matthew uh, verses, uh, chapter 7, verses 9 through 12, it says, Which of you, and, and he's talking specifically here to dads, I believe, um, but if you're a mom, maybe this would apply to you as well. But it says here, hey, Cliff, you know, if your son comes to you, if one of your kids comes to you and asks for some food, you know, or he says bread, if they ask for some bread, would you give them a stone and say, here, deal with it? You know, or if they ask for some fish, you know, would you give them a snake? You know, come on. If then that you, even though you are evil and basically that's a, that's a strong word. It's hard for us to just listen to that word. If you are evil, basically if you if here, you are, you're an imperfect dad. You totally screw up a lot. I mean, let's face it. You know, you can try to be the perfect dad, but you're going to mess up. You're, you're imperfect as a father. So if you then Though you are not even the perfect father, you can't even come close to being that perfect father that you want to be. If then, though you are not perfect or though you are evil, if the, that's the way this translation says it in the NIV. If you then, even though you're that way, know how to give good gifts to your children, you know, basically when they ask for something, you want to provide the best for them. If you, although you're imperfect, want to give good gifts, how much more will your father in heaven Give good gifts to those who ask. So anyway, and here's the deal. God is our father. And 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 for those of us who haven't had that that magical relationship with dad, then then it's hard for us to 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 understand that. And and for those of you who don't have children, you know, I, I don't want you to feel out out of this, but I, I just want to say that as a as a father who has children. I, I do desire the love of my children. I desire to be with them. I desire to hold them. I desire long embraces with my children, hugs, affection. I desire those things from them. And I happen to know from what I read from Scripture, God desires that from me. And so many times I make my relationship with God about all this other crud you know, relationship with God is whether or not I attend church on Sunday morning or whether or not I, I really, quote unquote, felt it when I sang the songs or didn't sing the songs uh, on Sunday morning or whether or not I spent time praying today or whether or not how many verses or Bible things or how many almost daily devotionals did I put out. You know, I, I so much base my relationship on, you know, those things. But But really, I feel God calling me. How much time am I just wanting to be embraced by God and allowing him to embrace me and to do it not because, but but because I want to, you know, Toby Mac has a song. We played this a little bit on the family from the heart and it says, uh, I love this. He, he says, whatever happened to the passion I could live for, what, what became of the flame that made me feel more? And when did I forget that I was made to love you? 
that I was made to find you, that I was made just for you, made to adore you. I was made to love and to be loved by you. You know, I'm going to do something that probably will get me in a lot of trouble. But uh, I, my, my wife bought us uh, this Alive and Transported DVD that comes with a, a little audio track at the end. And if you've never heard of the song Made to Love, it's a great song by Toby Mac. I encourage you to go listen to it. But there's a bonus track at the end of this uh, uh, CD, and I'm just going to play it. And, and I pray that it will be a blessing to you today. And understand this. We were made to love God and to be loved by God. That is my almost daily devotional today. May God richly bless you. Listen, if you forget everything else that was said tonight, take this right here home with you. No matter what you're going through, no matter how deep your problem is, no matter how deep that cut is that hurts you, no matter how deep a hole you got your life into this very night, God made you, God made me, so that he could love us, so that he could love us. See, sometimes, sometimes when life is coming at us, we get a little cloudy, we get a little cloudy and we forget that simple thought that God loves us. And sometimes... Maybe we turned our back on God and walked away. And maybe it was a bunch of little things. Or maybe it was one big leap into something really foolish. But nonetheless, you look up and you find yourself way over here. And in your mind, you're as far away from God's love tonight as you've ever been. But these are the lies that start filling our head. Lies like... I've done too much. I'm, I don't want to trudge back through all that junk to get back to God. I'm just going to live over here. I'm too embarrassed. These are the lies that fill our minds. But let me tell you about the truth tonight. This is the truth. No matter how many times you've been over here, no matter how far over here you are, no matter what you're addicted to, tonight... You don't have to trudge through all that junk to get back to God. If you just turn around, God will meet you right where you are. That's the truth. That's the truth. You are one turn, one second from God's perfect love. And soon as you turn around, soon as you turn around and ask his forgiveness, his love will shower over you. His arms will wrap around you because you are God's child and God loves his children. God loves you. And the reason we can do all that, the reason we can turn around is because there's a bridge between us and God. And it's God's son and his name is Jesus Christ. He makes up the difference. God also created you and me so that we could adore him, so that we could call him Abba, 
so that we could worship him together and raise our voices together. Let's just adore God for a minute tonight, y'all. We were made to adore you, made just for you. Na, 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 na. We were made to adore you, made just for you. Oh, how we love na, you, Father. Na, 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 na. We were made to adore you, made just for you. Na, na, tonight na, na, na. is yours. We were made to adore you. And sometimes you just gotta scream it out like this, y'all. We were made to adore you, made just for you. Come on, you, sir. 